Welcome to the Money Creators Podcast, where we talk all things business. Whether you need a bit of inspiration, business know-how, or just a good swift kick to get you going, we're here to help. For true money creators, it isn't about the money. It's about lifestyle and freedom, contribution and purpose. It's about creation and doing what you were meant to do. This is the Money Creators Podcast. Hey folks, Chris Strickland here with Money Creators and so happy to be back with you today with this next podcast in our series. Today, I have a very, very special guest on with me. Can't wait to introduce him because you are going to get so much out of listening to Mike Kessler and a little bit about his story. So before I let him on and before I let him uh, speak to you and, and kind of give a brief introduction to himself. Let me tell you a little bit about what I know about him. I'm going to give you the lowdown. No, just kidding. Mike is a one-of-a-kind guy. He is probably more than anything. If I had to uh, just you know give one description of Mike, which is impossible to do, but if I had to, I would say he is an opportunity seizer. He sees an opportunity and he absolutely goes for it. And so that's something that all of us can learn. If we're starting a business, in the middle of our business, if we're looking to move to the next level, which uh, maybe he'll tell you a little bit about uh, what he is in the middle of doing at the moment, but he is an absolute opportunity seizer. Uh, Certainly in the world of real estate, he has done so many different things from flips, rental properties. I know he's flipped a ton of mobile homes, uh, held notes, done a lot of wholesaling. And so he is just a fantastic mentor as far as the real estate world and as far as having and owning a business goes. Um, and so in a few minutes, I'll let you tell, I'll let Mike tell you what his, uh, his focus is at the moment. But more than even being an opportunity seizer, one thing I like about Mike is he's extremely generous with his time. He is one of the most giving people that I know. When you call Mike up, if you text him, if you email him, he is very quick to respond and and share absolutely whatever he can to help you out. So very, very generous with his time, both as a mentor, as a coach. Uh, I know he also gives to his community, to his church and so forth. And so very, 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 very giving when it comes to his time. Um, But probably the, the greatest thing about Mike above those other two is that Mike is a true family man. Now, he doesn't know I'm saying anything about this, doesn't know I'm planning on saying anything about this. But every time I you know, see Mike, see a Facebook post or whatever, it's all about, it's all about his family, right? He is, I, I think, and Mike can tell us if he wants to in a minute, but I think he just came back from a, uh, a little getaway with his family uh, over the last week or so. And so he's constantly... Uh, you know, just out there uh, doing things with his family. And that's really what this is all about, right? That's why we start a business. That's why we get into business is so that we can spend more time with the people that we care about and the people that we love. Now, at the end, I want you to be sure and listen all the way through because uh, we're going to let you know how you can connect with Mike and stay in touch with him through his private Facebook group. It's a private group, so you do have to um, apply and Mike will let you in, uh, if you're qualified. Now he, he will let you in, but it is a private group. So we will give you the link, uh, at the end of the show. So make sure that you stay all the way through. And so with that folks, 
I want to introduce to you a very, very good friend of mine and a mentor of mine, Mike Kessler. Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Chris. This is awesome. I'm excited to be here and, and uh, looking forward to, you know, helping, uh, you know, this podcast and money creators. And, and I'm really excited to be able to hear, you know, all the new content and everything that you put out as well, because this has been a, a mutual relationship as well. I have a lot of um, respect for you as well. So this is, this is an ex exciting experience. Thank you. Well, thanks, Mike. You weren't supposed to say any of that. Now I've got to pay you that 20 bucks I owe you. Okay. <laughs> no, it's great to have you here. Um, but Mike, what I really want to do, why don't you just take just, you know, two minutes, kind of give us a, a, a little bit of background on you, you know, how you got started in business, kind of what led you to where you are. And um, just, just give us that background before we get into some, some Q&A here. Yeah, you bet. You bet. So I grew up in the construction industry. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy that knows how to work with my hands really, really well. I can fix, I can build. Uh, that's what I grew up doing. And I really enjoy doing it. I still enjoy doing it. Um, one of my most favorite things I enjoy doing, like you said, I'm, I'm definitely a family guy. And I grew up, I'm the youngest of six. And um, um, so I grew up in a big family. And so my wife and I, we also have uh, five kids of our own, and uh, one of the coolest things I get to do now is I get to show my kids how to fix things and how to build things. And so, just a couple months ago, we were working on a project together, and I've got little kids right now. My oldest is is eleven and a half. My youngest is two months old, wow. and so we've got uh, a wide range of kids right now. But uh, the cool thing is, is I got to show my kids how to install doorknobs the other day, and how to install you know basic things in a house and and uh, now I get to, you know, pass on my tradition that I was taught as a young kid, you know, to the next generation and, and uh, you know, help them in, in building and growing. So that's, that's my biggest background is, is I grew up as, as a construction guy and I really learned how to work with my hands and make money with my hands. And I just learned how to just work hard. Um, but it wasn't until later on that I wanted to really grow and build my own business that I learned how to work smart. And that's the biggest change I've been able to do. Now it's been hard for me to change. Change is a difficult thing, but having the right steps and the right people in my life have helped me get out of the construction industry. So I, I haven't swung a hammer in a long time and I haven't had to put on the construction belt for a long time. And uh, now I hire other people to do that kind of work because my time is now more valuable than that. And I'm now able to run a business that is now more, way more profitable than what I was doing before. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's really cool. You know, we're, we'll probably get into the, exactly what you're doing here in just a few minutes, uh, what you're doing these days. That's really good background. So um, you mentioned that you kind of grew up in the industry and offline, you were telling me that, um, that your father had a, had a business and that's kind of the environment that you grew up in. Tell me, did you know from an early age that you wanted to have your own business or where did, where did you see yourself back in, you know, back in, uh, as a kid, you know, in high school and stuff, did you think that you wanted to go into business for yourself or is it something that developed over time? Kind of give us a little bit of an idea there. Yeah, I, I would have to say that I had a, a personal friend. He's, he's actually still my best friend. We've been best friends since we were three. And the nice. two of us um, have always been pushing each other financially. 
Um, ever since we were kids, we always uh, had a lemonade stand when we were kids. We had a paper outs. You know, we were always finding ways. We, we actually, we used to sell our Halloween candy on the bus ride up to going skiing up at the ski resorts so that we could pay for, pay for you, our lunch. You little, you little capitalist, you. <laughs> <laughs> right. We always found ways to be able to make money. Um, and so, uh, uh, so we've always had that inside of us. Now, the how-tos, um, unfortunately, my, my dad wasn't a great teacher when it came to business. He taught me how to work hard, and he taught me how to work with my hands, but I didn't really learn how to create a business from my dad. So I, I had to learn those things on my own outside of my family, and, um, and so I looked to other people is how I, how I ended up learning how to, how to grow and build a business. Um, but as far as, you know, inside of me, has that always been there? Um, I, I would, I would say, yes, there has been the feeling and the thoughts, um, ever since I was a kid of owning and running my own business. Um, it's always been a, a scary thing just because I don't know how to do it. So it's, you know, anyone running a business, this is, you know, your first time doing it. It's always a scary thing, but, um, um, but there are ways to be able to minimize the risks and, you know, most of the time when you start a business, you're running the business yourself uh, before you hire on people. And so there's, you know, a lot less risk when you're running it yourself. You know, you said something there and I totally agree with that. You know, when you're, when you're doing it yourself, you're, you're wearing all hats, but you do kind of have the control there, but you said something that, that really um, interested me the right there is that um, it's kind of scary, you know, not knowing what to do. You have to figure out what to do along the way and everything, but you didn't let that stop you, right? You kept going. No, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's ups and downs in business for sure. Yeah, I mean, my first few years, um, you know, when you learn how, you know, I don't know, I don't know how most people feel, but for me, I didn't come from business school. Um, I did graduate from college. Um, I did decide to go into to civil engineering. So I, I am a civil engineering graduate from college, but I decided to not pursue engineering and go right into running my own business. And it was a difficult decision to make. I didn't treat it lightly. Um, it took me many months to be able to make the decision of the direction I wanted to go. But, um, but I did finish school and, and wanted to have the degree, but I haven't used it a day since. But, um, but yeah, it's been a difficult road. I, I'm gonna have to tell you that it's not all rainbows and butterflies running your own business. It uh, really is a, a difficult road. Um, but as you start building from a foundation, it gets easier. It really does. Um, once, uh, you know, once you can get to where the um, customer acquisition is consistent, as well as disposing of your product or whatever you're doing on the back end, um, as long as you can create a, a consistent process that um, uh, once you create consistency, that will help make it a lot easier because then you can then start building the business um, on that consistency. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I truly believe consistency and persistence. I think those two things go hand in hand, you know, consistency, meaning you just, you do it over and over and over, create the system. And then of course, persistence, 
you don't take no for an answer. You just, you do it, you find a way to make it work. So right. awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. So along the way, you've had to gain the knowledge to know how to do, you know, whatever it was that was facing you at the moment and everything. What are some of the ways that you seek out that knowledge that you seek to gain the knowledge that you need at whatever time, you know, whatever task is in front of you or whatever obstacle, uh, what are some ways that you seek that knowledge? Yeah, that's to me, I would have to say that that's the most important question of, of it all. Um, when it comes to business, business isn't new. Business has been happening for centuries and centuries and centuries. And if you think about business is a lot of people, you know, business owners will generally pass on the knowledge of how to own and run and operate a business onto their kids or onto, you know, somebody else. Well, if you didn't have anyone that taught you that growing up, then you have to learn that from somebody else. So what I would recommend is that anyone looking to get into a business, like if there's something you're passionate about and you're like, man, I really want to do this, right? My number one thing I would recommend is you've got to find somebody that is doing that business right now. Somebody that is taking action. They have an actual running business right now and you reach out to them and you ask them and say, how can I give to your business? so that I can create value for you. And what happens is when you give to them first, you'll find that they'll also give back. And that's how you're going to learn is by having a mentor, somebody that can teach you and show you how to do what you, what it is that you want to do and grow. So that I would say that's the number one thing is you've got to have somebody in the business already. Second thing is you've got to have some sort of a, a process of education some way to learn how this business works. Um, I've purchased um, every year, I spend anywhere from $10,000 to $30,000 in additional education. This is from um, other people that are in the industry. Um, I just purchased some sales training just recently that's helping me to uh, improve my sales skills, but also my team members as well. I can utilize them and their skills is, you know, if I can build their sales skills, that will just increase revenue for our company. And so I, I invest in education often. Um, every single year I've been doing that last, last four or five years. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, I, I'm, I'm there with you. I um, pretty much every year try and attend one to two conferences uh, to, to gain more insights and everything. Let me back up just one second on the education front. Um, you talk about, you know, you, you're constantly investing in yourself and trying to get uh, better at whatever skills you're lacking and, and bring those to your team and everything, which is so awesome. That being said, in the beginning, when you couldn't afford to, you know, spend, you know, five, $10,000 to attend a conference or for some specialized sales training or whatever it may be. Um, what did you do? You know, I mean, was it books? Was it audio programs, uh, coaching? Uh, what, what, what kind of things did you do when you, when, when you were really trying to bootstrap it? Yeah. When, when I very first got started, um, in business and in my direction of real estate, um, it was, it was books. I, I literally went to the library. I, uh, library. What's that? <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally rented, um, all the books that had the coolest titles on them 
And um, and so I started learning from other, basically other mentors out there that have written books about real estate investing. And that's literally how I started my educational learning of this business. Now, I wouldn't recommend people doing that. Nowadays, people would go to YouTube. Um, I would say that YouTube is now the new library that you could use for education. Um, you know, you can get a basic understanding of what, what it is this investing business is, or, you know, just about any business out there, you can go to YouTube and find the information about it. Yep. Um, the challenge though is, is, is it doesn't give you enough information to go out and take action and to start creating your own business. You still need that, um, that mentor, you know, that person that's going to put the glue together, all the information so that you can start building that foundation uh, in, in your business. Um, a couple of books that were, I would say, foundational for me mm -hmm. um, that have helped me out a lot. Uh, one of them that I read just a few years ago, is it, which is called The E-Myth. Um, I don't know if that's a book you've read. but Yes, great book. Um, I, that book really opened up my mind when it comes to business. It really uses kind of McDonald's as a foundation, as an idea, uh, because it was one of the uh, first businesses that – you know, really focused on automation and system automation. And, um, and it really gives you a kind of a basic understanding of how real businesses are run. And that opened my mind up a lot um, years ago when I read that book. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that is a great book about systems and, and how you can put things together. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that. So tell me, when you were, you know, leaving college, trying to make this decision of what, what path you wanted to pursue and everything. Was it always just a given that it was going to be real estate or were you, did you ever contemplate any other industries or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I've got passions in life for sure. Just like anyone does. I mean, we all have, um, you know, things, goals that we want to accomplish, things we want to do. Um, I've got a lot of different directions that I'd like to still pursue, even though I'm in real estate right now. Um, I have other directions that I'm, I'm super excited to get into and to focus on and learn about um, that I'm not currently doing. And so um, as of right now, real estate is my foundation, is my main uh, source of income, as well as my main business that I operate on a daily basis. Um, uh, but I do have a goal in the future that I want to bring uh, some products to the market um, it's, it's one of my, uh, excitements and kind of passions in life is I have some invention ideas that I think would kind of revolutionize some of the construction industry, as well as a, a few other areas that I'm like, if I could just bring these products to market and learn how to do that, um, I know I can, I can make a killing off of these, but you know, first of all, I'm, you know, getting my business right now in real estate, uh, foundation built first. And then once I have that built, then I'm planning on pursuing that dream. Very cool. Very cool. You know, obviously you and I are uh, talking about real estate. We, um, that's how we met. That's, that's the business that we know and everything. Uh, many people that are listening are interested in real estate and some people that, that are listening are, you know, have other interests, kind of like what you're mentioning there. So, uh, some nuggets that everyone can take away. Um, you know, 
one nice thing that I like about real estate is that it allows you to do those types of things. So once you have that foundation going with real estate and it's generating some income, then you can spend a portion of your time working on other things inside or outside of real estate. So and it sounds like that might be something that's at least on the, on the horizon for you at some point. It is. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, I, I think, you know, anyone that's has the entrepreneurial, um, you know, drive in them, we all have this sense of time freedom. We all seek for that time freedom aspect of owning a business. And I would have to say that that's my life's pursuit is to seek for time freedom so that I can choose to do whatever I want to do with that time, whether it's still running a business or, you know, uh, going after another business venture or it's spending time with my family or it's, you know, building a, a foundation, you know, some sort of a nonprofit, you know, I can help people with, you know, we all have that sense of, of, you know, I want time freedom. Um, it's just through business and through, uh, you know, it, I've chosen real estate that will get me to that time freedom goal. So, and, and we're, we're pretty close. It's, it's uh, within a couple of years, we'll be able to, to be there at that point where I can now start choosing where I want to spend my time. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's really exciting. Congratulations on that, Mike. All right. So what opportunities have presented themselves along the way uh, that maybe you weren't expecting? Have you had any, have you seen anything like that? Um, yeah, absolutely. I would say the, some of the best opportunities and, and now you might think of this as kind of like, uh, why would I want that? <laughs> but the reality is, is, the best opportunities that you have to learn and grow are the opportunities when you fail, when you actually make mistakes. Like those are the best opportunities. Like you should actually seek to fail because the people that are on top of the mountains making the most money or the people that have the most time freedom are the people that have failed the most. You can't succeed in business. You can't succeed in real estate. You can't succeed in life without failing. So I almost seek for opportunities to make mistakes because that's where I learn the most. Now, I don't try to make mistakes, right? I try to, um, you know, run a business that's profitable. I try to, uh, you know, have a, t have my team members, you know, enjoy their work and what they you know, have meaning to it. But every now and then I make mistakes, but that's when I learn the most. And so don't be afraid to jump into business and into your entrepreneurial direction and think that you're not going to make mistakes. Like you're going to make mistakes, plan on it, but learn from your mistakes and grow from it. That's how you're going to succeed with it. Very cool. Very cool. I think the big takeaway that I just took from what you just said is just, just don't let the mistakes or those roadblocks or whatever you want to call them. Don't let them stop you. That'd be a, a good way to say it. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see so many people that, um, that do, they, they let things stop them. You know, uh, I've coached a whole lot of people in real estate. I know you have coached. And, uh, one of the saddest things that I see is when somebody hits that obstacle and things don't go exactly the way that you planned. And they're like, well, throw their hands up. Guess that wasn't meant to be. And I, I have a real problem with that because, um, I think that a person can really create 
whatever they want, as long as they're willing to <laughs> go back, goes back to what you said earlier, you know, be consistent and, and persistent and, and so forth. So, right. I like Absolutely. that. Yeah. Seek mistakes, seek mistakes. Yeah. Seek mistakes. That sounds really, <laughs> really funny. Um, but, but I definitely see what you're saying. Okay. So give us an idea of what you kind of mentioned a little bit about um, what you're seeking to do over the next couple of years and everything. Um, anything else that you're working on right now outside of real estate or is that really your main focus at the moment? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that is as far as business wise, that's definitely my main focus. Okay. Um, I'm uh, I'm actually looking to become a really good gardener. I love, <laughs> I love green things. I love to garden. I love uh, to grow things. And uh, so I'm, I'm seeking, here's the cool part is I'm following the same process to become a better gardener as I do in business. I've sought out a mentor, somebody that's really good with plants. I found a lady. Um, she actually happens to be one of my tenants in one of my properties. And uh, she is amazing at gardening and green stuff and plants. And she knows how to take care of them. So I, I'm texting her and calling her once a week um, at <laughs> least, asking her questions of why my tomatoes are doing this and why this and that. So, so I can learn, right? So somebody else already has the knowledge. So all I'm doing is just following the same process to gain the same knowledge. So that's one of my passions and dreams. I love it. Very cool. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It, you know, if, if somebody's really serious about doing anything, whether it's to make money, you know, build a business or uh, hobbies or other interests, then it, it's interesting. I've never thought about it that way, but it really is the same process. So yep. very cool. Very cool. I'll look forward to uh, getting some of that produce from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So give, tell us a little bit about what's on the horizon for you. Where do you see yourself in your business within one year, uh, a couple of years, five years? What's, what's on the uh, near to intermediate horizon for you? Yeah. So, so we, as of right now, um, I've, I've just created a new business direction. Um, I have other businesses that we run and operate still within the, uh, the real estate business or, you know, direction. And I've got other managers that manage those other businesses. Right now I'm running a business called wholesaling and it's basically, it's the art of finding discounted properties consistently. And uh, so right now what I'm doing is I'm building a team and a whole business that creates these type of opportunities on a daily basis or a weekly basis anyways. And uh, so right now I'm building my team. So within the next awesome. year, I plan on having this as a real business where I've stepped away from it and I will have other people run this business for me and I will just stand back, uh, you know, from a 10,000 foot level looking at the other team members operating this business and helping them continue to succeed with it. So that's my immediate goal within the next year. I should have that up and running. We, we've, uh, we did very well last year in this business. This is, we're about 18 months into it. And so I'm hoping by the end of this year, I'll have all my team members in place. Um, and then, uh, then by next year, next year should be our highest revenue um, uh, for this new business that we're doing in wholesaling. Um, and so, which, which by getting out of the business will then allow me to pursue my five-year goals, which is uh, creating additional passive income through other larger investments in real estate by purchasing and acquiring properties. So, so right now it's more of the wholesaling, which is 
you know, learning how to acquire it. And then next year and from then here on out, we'll be learning, acquiring larger and big, bigger um, opportunities while we're, while we're going to be pursuing. Very cool. Very cool. And I know you, you say you've been doing this for about a year and a half or so. Now that's just your wholesaling, right? Just I mean, because you've been in real estate right. for years and years. Yes, correct. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So you're building a business to last, it sounds like. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. I've, right now I've got uh, six team members right now that are in our team. They work on a daily basis. And uh, so right now I've got, I've got about, I need to add about three or four more to make this really into a business um, so that it'll just run on its own. So we're in the process of making those jumps right now. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. All right. So as we start to wind things up just a little bit here, uh, again, we're going to give, give your link so that people can reach out to you here in just one second. But before we do that, what are just one or two action steps that you would recommend anyone take if they were looking to start their own business, be it in real estate or outside real estate? Maybe what we can do, uh, kind of put you on the spot here a little bit, uh, maybe one action step if they were looking to start a real estate business, one action step, just business in general. If you if you could break it down, if not, just whatever you you have for us. Sure. Yeah. No. I I think um, I, to be honest with you, I think the first one, um, the first thing to do in any business doesn't matter if it's real estate or you know selling widgets, you know, to something else, um, is to find a mentor. That's action step number one. You've got to find somebody that's already doing the business that you want to do, and you learn from them that's the best way to learn and grow in that business for sure. I still seek mentors. Um, in fact, I pay for mentors right now to help me in my business and growing, you know, this wholesaling business. So, um, I would highly recommend that that's always item number one. And uh, then, then just get education on it, you know, learn about the business, learn about what its products are, learn about what it's, where the customers come from, how the, uh, products go to the customers, learn the process of, of how that business actually runs. What are the team members involved that will facilitate acquiring the product and selling the product to the, the customers, right? So, so any, any business out there has that same type of flow from customer or from product to customer and customer acquisition and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the second thing is this, this is going to kind of sound funny, but, you know, back in school, um, from elementary to high school, we, we were taught not to cheat. You know, we were taught to, you know, stick, you know, stay with your own paper, you know, don't look at your neighbor's work. Um, but in business and real life, I'm going to tell you to do the exact opposite cheat. I want you to recreate what that mentor shows you, right? We're not, business isn't about recreating the wheel. Um, this is all about finding a process that works and recreate that process. That's it. That's all business really is. Business is the same as it's been for thousands of years. And so all you need to do is find what you want to do and just start creating it. Just be the creator of your own business. Awesome. And guys, I did not even tell him to put the plug in for creation, you know, with money creators. So that's awesome, Mike. <laughs> Appreciate that's it. That's I, right. <laughs> I would say probably um, what, what came to my mind when you said that is kind of an, an ethical cheating, right? I mean, it's, we're, we're finding somebody that's already doing what we want to do, 
modeling ourselves after them and ethically uh, cheating so that we can um, so that we can get there faster and quicker and maybe even better in some cases. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about cheating like stealing <laughs> customers or stealing product or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about recreating what's already there. People are doing what you want to do. Just recreate that business, that model, that process. That's all it is. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. All right, um, Mike, you've been, again, like I said in the beginning, you've been so generous with your time uh, with us and really, truly appreciate you spending some time with us and with all the money creators that are listening to us right now. And so um, with that being said, how can people follow you? How can they kind of watch you, learn from you and, and so forth? Yeah, you bet. So I am uh, pretty active on Facebook right now. Um, I do have some of the, uh, the other uh, social media platforms, but right now Facebook is our main platform that we use. Um, I do have a real estate group where we do focus on real estate transactions and um, deep dive into how to create security and you know, life wealth through real estate. Uh, we hold those as actually as live Facebook meetings every Thursday, um, and it's called uh, the Real Estate Action Group. And so you could just go in, go into Facebook, just type in real estate action group, you know, uh, um, uh, ask to join to the, uh, to the group itself and, you know, be, be happy to, uh, you know, let you come in and, and take a look at what we're doing. Very cool. Very cool. I'm a, I'm a member of that group myself. Um, and, uh, you guys are going to get some great, great information there. So again, Mike is so generous with his time that, um, he gets in there and just shows what he's actively doing and how it can help you and benefit you. So very, very cool. I encourage everybody to go out and join that group that, especially if you're interested in, in, uh, real estate investing and so forth. So Mike, thank you so much for being on the money creators podcast. Uh, any parting words for us? Um, no, I, I just put like him on the spot I, there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to re, uh, rethink about what I was going to say, but um, just like my Facebook title is about action. Um, I'm a big guy proponent about once you learn something, you've got to go take action on it. Otherwise you'll never ever see or realize the, the success that you have the potential to, to achieve. So, so always take action on the education that you learn. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better myself. Action is definitely the key. Folks, thanks for tuning in for uh, this episode of the Money Creators Podcast. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about creation. It's about lifestyle and freedom, contribution and purpose. Thanks again for joining us on the podcast. This is the Money Creators Podcast. Mike, thank you so much. And we hope that you will tune in again for our next episode and look forward to having you then. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. That's it for now. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next earth-shattering episode. Till next time, this is Chris Strickland.